Time now for another entry in our occasional series, Here's the Thing, where Julian Clancy investigates the stories behind objects on display in the Little Museum of Dublin. Today, he's looking at a photograph from 30 years ago, a photograph of a presidential candidate embarking on an historic campaign. Well, I know that my son Sam was impressed when he saw my picture of Mary Robinson in his history book, (laughs) and I was quite chuffed about that. Connor Horgan is a well-known Dublin photographer. You might have seen his stunning portraits before, featuring the likes of Gabriel Byrne, Jean Butler, or even the late Philip Bowman. But back in 1990, Connor took a black-and-white portrait shot of a young presidential hopeful that today hangs in the Little Museum of Dublin. At the time, I don't think I saw it as being anything as important as it would subsequently be, and it's only given that importance by subsequent events. The women of Ireland, Manon Heron, who instead of rocking the cradle, rocked the system. In 1990, it had been 17 years since the last time the Irish people had voted for a president. The previous six presidents had all been men. Ireland had changed hugely in that time, and it was looking for something new. Mary Robinson represented that new Ireland. But still, at the time, no one thought she would win. None of us, including Mary Robinson, thought for a second that she was going to get elected. There was absolutely no question of that happening. Connor knew of Mary Robinson, and more importantly, her work, on issues like divorce, abortion, and the destruction of Burr Key. So he was more than happy to lend his support to the campaign. But the reason why no one thought that she would win was because of the competition. Mary Robinson was going up against Fianna Fáil's nomination, Brian Lenhan. He was the Den Tánachta and Minister for Foreign Affairs, and Fianna Fáil had won every single presidential election since the process began. And there was also another problem. It would not be unkind or unfair to say that whatever public perception there was of Mary Robinson at the time was that she was, you know, maybe a bit of a boffin, you know. Obviously had a brain the size of a small planet and had put it to very good use and the aid of very good causes, but was not necessarily the warmest human being that you might come across. It turns out that she actually is warm and has all of those great human qualities. Well, let's bring up the image here. Tell me a little bit about what we're looking at. Well, this is uh, the black and white photograph of Mary Robinson, which was would have been her main election poster. She's wearing a kind of a shawl collar, a um, bit of makeup. She's looking directly down the camera. There's a kind of, you can see a bit of steel in the eyes, which was always there and mark of the very clear and sharp intellect that's behind those eyes. But there's also a bit of warmth and the, the smile is not huge, but it's sincere. Connor took Mary outside the studio to capture some other photographs that were used in the campaign. He managed to capture a side to the future president that few had seen before. When I took her out later on and took her into Stephen's Green and had her talking to these old duffers sitting in the sun on the park benches, she charmed the pants off them. And it was just a wonderful thing to see. And you could see her actually as the campaign developed, easing into that side of herself. Connor's photographs are special. They're intimate, and even though you're looking at a stranger, you somehow feel closer to the subject. Even if they're a Hollywood actor, a Broadway dancer, or even 
a presidential hopeful. So much of what happens between me and somebody when I'm taking their picture is it's a moment of real intimacy. And this connection that happens between me and the, and the sitter, if that just manages to distract them from that big hunk of metal and glass to, that's in front of my right eye long enough that the real them comes out, we only need them for a moment. The iconic photograph that Connor took that day went on to be used in billboards, campaign posters and flyers distributed right across the country for the six-month campaign. As it turned out, even the choice of background in the shot seemed to hint at the drama that was about to come. I would have picked this kind of cloudy canvas background totally instinctively. There was not necessarily a kind of feeling of, and then we put this because it means that, but it just, because it felt right. And when you look at it now, it does feel right. And it has a sense of a kind of a black and white version of a dramatic sky. And dramatic skies can kind of say destiny. If all that sounds dramatic, that's because the 1990 election was one of the most dramatic elections of our time. There was that damning audio tape that buried Brian Lennon in a political scandal. The searing attack from Podrick Flynn on Mary Robinson's family values, as well as this huge mobilisation of female voters. It all climaxed with a win. A win that changed the country forever. Knowing what I know now, I'm very proud to have been involved in that campaign. It ended up being a much bigger deal than any of us thought that it would be. I'm glad that I was there. I'm glad I was part of it. I was elected by men and women of all parties and none by many with great moral courage, who stepped out from the faded flags of the Civil War and voted for a new Ireland, and above all, by the women of Ireland. Julian Clancy was reporting there. He was talking to Conor Horgan about Mary Robinson's presidential campaign in 1990. Here's the Thing is funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.